Ultium Audio Bytes, empowering engineers across the globe. When starting a high-speed PCB design, there's a lot that must be considered before the design even gets into layout. Schematic organization, board materials and layout configuration, critical component placement, and how high-speed signals are best routed are all aspects of high-speed design that need to be planned for. Often, there is one area that doesn't get as much consideration as everything else, and that is the component footprint shapes. The components used in a high-speed design aren't physically different than what would be used in a conventional design. However, there are some subtle changes that can be made to pad and component footprint shapes that will help your efforts in creating a high-speed PCB design. Pad shapes for high-speed PCB design. When evaluating footprint shapes for use in high-speed design, the first item to consider is the size of the footprint pad shapes. Sometimes referred to as landing pads, these shapes are the bare metal pads that the component pins will be soldered to on the finished PCB. Usually, one or two pad shapes are duplicated to create the entire component footprint shape. Traditionally, PCB pads are larger than pins by approximately 30%. These sizes are calculated for optimal manufacturing in order to avoid problems like tombstoning, where discrete surface mount parts like capacitors and resistors will flip up on one side. These optimum sizes also allow for manual rework with a handheld soldering iron and visual inspection of a solder joint. However, for a high-speed design, that extra metal can increase parasitic capacitance and increase the connection length between critical components. To help the high-speed needs of the circuit, the pad size should be reduced. Instead of oversizing the pad 30% from the actual pin size, a smaller percentage, such as 5%, is more beneficial. The smaller pad size helps reduce possible parasitic capacitance. Also, connection lengths can be mitigated by decreasing the spacing between components. This practice is also appealing since it uses less board space. Using smaller pad sizes doesn't reduce their mechanical strength, since the contact area between the component pin and the PCB remains the same. However, their trade-off is in the manufacturability of the board. Smaller pad sizes and tighter spacing increases the manufacturing cost of the board. The design team will have to negotiate the high-speed needs of the design with design needs for manufacturing prior to laying out the PCB. Rounding the corners of the pad shapes is another enhancement that will benefit your high-speed design. Rounded corners will allow you to route traces closer to the pads, which will decrease connection lengths and help to compact the size of the laid-out circuitry as well. VIA shapes need consideration as well. VIAs aren't usually thought of as a PCB component shape, but since their size will affect board real estate, they need to be looked at as well. Also, any metal on the board that is part of a high-speed circuit needs to be considered as part of that circuit. Trace lengths, VIA size, and VIA depths all need to be factored into high-speed circuit calculations. The first thing to consider is the size of your VIA shapes. The size of the VIA shape is driven by the diameter of the drilled hole, and therefore, the design team will need to consider what VIA drill sizes are needed prior to layout. Smaller VIAs will improve high-speed signal performance, while at the same time increase the manufacturing costs. Often, 
different sized vias are used depending on the requirements of the circuit or whether the vias are conducting power or ground. Once the via sizes have been decided, the next thing to look at is their placement in relationship to component paths. Conventionally, in non-high-speed designs, the vias are pulled away from the component pad to maintain optimum pad-to-via spacing for manufacturing purposes. The pad is then connected to the via with a trace. However, these connection lengths might be too long for a high-speed design. To shorten the connection length, the via can be placed closer to the pad, partially on the pad, or even completely within the pad. Placing vias like this may require different CAD setups and DRC adjustments, or even the inclusion of a via shape within a pad shape. It's also a good practice to use short, wide traces to connect a decoupled capacitor pad to a via. Component selection and placement. There are some component footprint options to consider as well. Sockets can have an inductance associated with them. Therefore, it's good practice to eliminate or minimize the use of sockets in high-speed design. Selecting the correct package and the accompanying component footprint is also important. Some devices, like op-amps, are typically offered in different packages. One variation of an op-amp may allow shorter trace lengths in a circuit than another. Lastly, component footprint shapes may need to be adjusted for thermal considerations. An excellent way to dissipate heat is to place power pads directly under IC footprint shapes that are connected to an internal plane. PCB footprint and pad shapes can help with the creation of your high-speed PCB designs. Even the smallest change could help you tighten up the routing and decrease connection lengths, or even reduce problems from parasitic inductance or high-speed thermal issues.